Welcome to another Vet Space Ireland Live um, with the kind of vet nerd series that we're doing. So it's all about further study and promoting it within the industry. And um, yeah, so tonight we have Greg Fitzmaurice, who is has a um, exotic animal medicine certificate. So a little bit of a maybe an alternative um, than, you know, your standard maybe small animals or farm animal certificates. So we're trying to broaden our horizons here um, in Vetspace Ireland and give you guys like a little snippet of what's out there for anyone that's interested. So we said we got into Greg and he's actually a mixed vet, but he obviously specialises in exotics. How are we? Not too bad. How are you? Good, good, good. It didn't take too long to connect you up there. Um, No, uh, we're doing all right, I think. Good and the Wi-Fi seems good. Everything is good, which is all. We're all set. Good. Yeah. How are, anyway, how are things? Good. Yeah, not too bad. Um, I'm back to work in the next few days after a, an injury. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back in action. I'm getting looking forward to getting back into things. Oh yes. Yeah. So. Have you been completely off at the moment because you yeah. injured your hand, didn't you? Yeah, um, I broke a couple of fingers testing uh, in January and it didn't quite heal right. So oh. I had to go back in and, and go should, again. So. You should go and read my uh, crush safety journal entry. Oh, I, I had a I had a bit of a look at it in retrospect, to be fair. So. Yeah, um, my right hand, um, as, what's that, your right hand ring finger is double the yeah. size of every other finger. Um, and it was one of the most painful things I've ever experienced so my heart goes out to yeah it's no crack to be fair um (laughs) as long as I get back in some way shape or form I'll be I'll be happy you know but um are you so Greg tell us kind of what your veterinary journey has been so far and you know how are you where you are today um well I suppose my veterinary journey I was a bit of a late vocation um I, I originally did a degree in ag science okay. in UCD and then went gallivanting for a couple of years. And um, I, I was working with my, in my dad's business at the time and he decided to retire and veterinary was the only thing I ever really wanted to do. So um, I went back at 26 and resat the leaving um, and... I ended up in Budapest. No, I. Yeah, I, the the grey is giving me away now. But um, uh, yeah, I was I qualified then in Budapest in thirty uh, when I was thirty two, and then I was in practice in mixed practice for uh, seven years, and now I'm after moving to Cork Yay. City slash slash county, and um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's the best place to be, as I always say. You know, there's no other. Well, look, it's, where they, it's where they keep most of the cows as well. So, if you, if you want to do that kind of work, it's not too bad. I know. So you're still working in mixed practice then, or is it purely kind of smalls and exotics now? Or um, it's it's predominantly uh, cattle, um, and then kind of when uh, people request me. Or, well, what I'm trying to do is get um, kind of a full-time clinic going now. But as it is, I'm just kind of slotting into to various clinics in, in the group. 
as required, I guess. Yeah. Um, if somebody's a bit stuck with something, I'll oh, try and help it. out. Have you heard about Craig? Um, yeah, I'm desperate though. The nurses are like, Hazel, um, how are you with rabbits? And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Look, yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody has their thing. I just, I suppose, um, in our practice, I, I'd like to think they're they're happy enough to know that I'm there if they need to. Can yeah. I get rid of a snake or a Every lizard or needs a Greg whatever? You know. <laughs> yeah. So, why did you kind of decide to do a postgraduate cert? Um, was there something? Was there kind of a a, a point in your kind of career that kind of triggered it or anything? Not really. Um, I mean, when I, I, I've been keeping exotic pets since I was a kid. Oh, and okay. it, was, it was kind of prior to um, Instagram or, or Facebook or anything like that. So there would have been forums and chat rooms and stuff for the Irish uh, oh. exotic keepers. Mm-hmm. And um, I suppose I would have been known on that kind of in that community okay. and then when I qualified um, people started coming to me um, I suppose it was a case of kind of a little bit of knowledge is better than nothing which unfortunately a lot of us have when it comes yeah. to exotics mm-hmm. um, so I mean on the husbandry side of things I was fine you know I was keeping all sorts of stuff for many many years so mm-hmm. uh, I was fine in that regard but I kind of felt like I was doing them a disservice by not having the medicine side of things. So um, I had a chat with my my then uh, bosses and they had seen skunks and raccoons and all sorts (laughs) of reptiles coming through the door. So it wasn't a hard sell at the time. Yeah. And um, I looked into a cert and found one that looked was appealing and looked like it was manageable. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, went 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 looking into it and went down that road. Okay. And so it, it was kind of a case of to to service a need at the time, I guess. Yeah. Um, and and it was kind of you know it it fell into something that I was very interested in anyway. So uh, yeah. it, it worked out. It kind of all makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it didn't just kind of pop into my head one day. I'd do a certain exotics. Like I've, I've always, I've always been uh, into them, and I had a very uh, patient sister in years gone by when we shared a little bungalow, and there was snakes, and there was all sorts of stuff in the house. So she, she kind of let me away with it. Um, Good, so yeah, and yeah, anyone who knows me wouldn't think it's a surprise that I did a certain exotics. Oh, very good. And why pick the one that you did? And if you can just maybe tell us like where it is and maybe yeah. kind of the structure of it and how did you get on? Yeah. Sure. Um, I went with uh, Improve International in the UK. Um, the cert that I did was based in Swindon. Okay. Um, I, I, I went with it basically because it was one of the only ones based in the UK that I wouldn't have to travel to the continent for. Um, and, and even at that, you know, CPD or or certs like that for exotic species is like anything else to do with exotics. It's pretty limited. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the, the most suitable for me that I could find. Okay. Um, it was uh, it was basically structured that it was um, I think it was 16 modules at the time when I did it. And um, it was done over kind of 
uh, eight two-day intervals um, a couple of months apart, you know, every other month, I guess. Okay. Um, so I, yeah, you go over on a Sunday, intensive lectures for Monday, Tuesday. Okay. And then, and then you'd have uh, home reading to do and suggested reading and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was in person. Sorry. So it was in person. So you were actually in. Oh in- yeah, certainly. Yeah, yeah. There was. A, I suppose there was a group of um, about ten of us in the lectures. There's. Um, I was the only. Well, I wasn't the only Irish person, but I was the only Irish person practicing in Ireland. Right. At the time, um, and yeah, we had some great lecturers. Like, um, if 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 you were into exotics, the, the main guy was Simon Gerling, and he's okay. written so many books on exotic species and he's been head of the the basically the exotic vets in in europe um the society so he was was amazing to to listen to and he kind of opens up your your eyes to what is actually possible with them right you know and um it's not all just atrial deficiency and hope for the best you know it's kind of you know there there's there's a lot more to it and the diagnostics and therapeutics and everything was just he was he was fantastic oh, well, I and he, he's actually been great in hindsight um with cases going forward if you contact yeah. him he's, it's it's fantastic yeah. and it's always good to have a good mentor like that and, and and someone that has a great name in the industry that kind of you know can when you're doing the certificate that you can say oh well if he's lecturing me, then it must be of good standard. And also, like you know, you, he's very well known, so it's it's great that Absolutely. you. Absolutely, like I I I I've already had his the the Bisava reptile manual, and oh. like it was basically Simon's book. I mean, there's no point I... to pretend otherwise. So he came in. I was you know, if there's a, such a thing as vet starstruck, I was vet starstruck. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was lovely to to meet him and be uh, and learn under him. It was, Isn't that it was great. Yeah. Very good. So you were saying it's two, it was two days every? Every other month um, for, for the guts of the year, yeah. Okay. Um, home reading and then obviously you have case reports to do, you have case studies to do and um, and then at the end you've got your unfortunate exam. So. Oh God, yeah. Um, so is yeah, it so. or how many, how does the, how does the assessments work in, in your certificate? To be fair to them, they let me do it online um, because of the fact that I was having to travel anyway. Okay. Um, so you could sit the exam in certain uh, locations throughout the UK. Okay. Um, but they were they, they they did me a solid and so didn't subject me to another Ryanair flight. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was just a really large um, negative marked MCQ <laughs> exam. Um, and I had to promise that one of the partners in the practice would sit and individualate and keep keep an eye on me, make sure oh, I wasn't hitting the book. I see. Yeah. Um, so, so they were they were accommodating that way. It wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad. And was there any of your assignments assessed as you went along, or was it just that MCQ? Uh, yeah, the, 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 the case studies and the case reports were were checked over going forward, and that was part that was kind of a difficulty for me, I guess, because I was still in pretty rural mixed practice and now it, like people were traveling to me to, to see me and I was lucky that way um but getting the cases that I needed um was was challenging yeah I and I kind of dipped dip into stuff in, in the in the past that I, I would have kind of kept fairly 
serious notes on kind of use those as well as required um so that that was kind of the most difficult bit Get, getting you know uh, cases of of sufficient uh quality and and technicality i guess to to be used yeah, because so it couldn't just be kind if, of i vaccinated a rabbit for mixo you know it kind of had to be <laughs> slightly more complicated so maybe um, tip for anyone maybe doing it would be that just to keep notes Maybe if they if they thought of doing something maybe in a couple of years maybe keep notes on your pa- on your past cases because you do absolutely yeah that would be a yeah. major help absolutely and try and keep up with some of the suggested reading mm-hmm. um, I was I was appalled to see how many questions came up on the final exam from the suggested reading um, and I know certainly it caught a couple of my classmates yeah um, and I think they do that don't they to to you know get the get the yeah. aim and um, Absolutely. It, it's sneaky <laughs> so look. yeah no they, they were there was some there was some curveball questions thrown in there sure so can Definitely. you sign up every year then there's a new entry every year then is it craig or... yeah, yeah yeah there is um uh now it, it's actually kind of handy you don't have to sign up and do every module as you go along as long as you get every module done in two-year period um okay. you you still qualify to do the search okay. or to to gain your cert um, yeah. because like a lot of these a lot of my colleagues I was lucky in that my my bosses at the time uh, funded it yes. as part of my as part of the as part of my deal mm-hmm. um, but a lot of the, the the other people on my course they were financing it themselves and these things aren't cheap yeah so you could maybe skip a module do the next one and then kind of alternate throughout the, a two-year period so okay. it made it made it far more manageable for for people you know and module-wise, just when you're talking about modules, what, mm-hmm. like, maybe n- mention a couple of um, typical modules that you would have done. Right. I mean, there, there was, there was um, you know, they were broken up into, into species-wise, really, okay. in, in kind of a broader sense. Like, obviously, there was reptiles, um, zoo animals, um, legislation, and CITES, which is a big thing in, in exotic animals, mm-hmm. uh, avian medicine. You know, so it, it is, you know, it's such a large field of study in, in reality. I mean, the, the species involved cover everything. Um, so it, it's very difficult to do it um, in, in, in not do it in a very broad sense. Yeah. So probably if somebody had a particular interest in terms of species, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a great broad strokes um course but if there's something that you like in particular then certainly um I, I did I'd advise kind of going down that road like I'm, I've always been a reptile guy pretty much so it's it's good to get a general knowledge of everything else but I still kind of w- would be so that would have been your module yeah. oh definitely oh, without a doubt without a doubt yeah very good um, no, and um, say now someone wanted to just do that module in reptiles and not do the rest of the search. Could you do that? Or yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you, so you can pick and choose which ones you want to do. Okay. And in, in truth, I mean, you know, there was, if I could have skipped the legislation, I would have. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you can absolutely pick and choose. Yeah. yeah. Or if you want to do it as um, a PD rather than just. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, sorry, I forgot that actually. Um, yeah, some people were doing that. 
Okay, very good. And so your best, so your best was reptiles, and your worst was probably the the legislation. <laughs> um, well, I mean, there were certain aspects of the legislation stuff that I enjoyed because um, at the time um, the Irish Invasive Species Act had changed, okay. and um, I was seeing a lot of animals at the time. Again, the raccoons and the skunks and and um, and things like that that would would have been covered by the act. Okay. Um, so in that regard, it was very interesting. And if you if you were ever interested in getting into zoo work, you needed to know all the the legislation and CITES and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and just talking about the avian the avian medicine was. Oh God. I I, I, I find birds pretty they're, they're aliens really so yeah um, yeah I, I found that challenging. Yeah, and I'm, especially the, the 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 guy lecturing us, he he led with, if you plan on doing a lot of work with birds, prepare for yourself, prepare yourself that lots of them are going to die. Like, <laughs> I mean, what a way to lead, you oh, know? That happened to one of my colleagues in rotations, um, in the PDSA over in the UK, and she went, she went, and, and it was like a canary, and she, the. Her, like our, our the vet that was kind of over us said oh look just make sure okay. when you say we were bringing it back to I don't know do something and she, they said oh make sure now you tell the owner that it could die between bringing it in the back and bringing it back to the owner and we were like whatever like it'd be fine next thing the canary drops dead and yeah. the vet was like I told you so and you know <laughs> that was like it's where that was my first experience with with birds just dying, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'll never forget to tell an owner that it could just die." So, oh, they just bought off the bird. Well, I, I did hear another story of um, a, a student who was asked to like just take the bird out of the cage or whatever, yeah. And the bird kind of lost its mind a bit and started flapping and took off, and there was a ceiling fan and just poof, oh. <laughs> and that was that was bye bye birdie. So that. Whatever about the bird dying of its own accord. I mean, committing suicide in the Zealand plan was a bit unfortunate. Not ideal, but we had a few questions in. Um, so yeah. uh, one question was, where did you study exotic medicine? I think we've covered that, but you can just re um, yeah. repeat it. And tell us about the raccoon in your photograph. <laughs> right. Um, the, well, I, I studied the, my cert in Swindon with uh, Improve International. You can find them online. They're <laughs> Improving. They do a huge range of, of CPD and, mm -hmm. and uh, postgraduate studies. Um, that particular raccoon, I, I've, I've seen quite a few raccoons, um, but that particular one was actually just a routine spay, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, again, covered by the, the Invasive Species Act. Any of those animals, if possible, need to be spayed or neutered, microchipped. They can't be traded, they can't be bred. They can't be rehomed, okay. um, so they're all the new rules that have been brought in for those type of species. So I think that that particular girl was well. She she's um, that was a yeah that was a spay, but she's living in a dare, I think, wow. uh, with the kind of a public outreach um, okay. guy. So um, she she's well looked after. Excuse my ignorance now, but would there be many pet raccoons in Ireland? Or are they kind of in? Uh, yeah, there, there's a few. There's a few, and people that have them don't have one raccoon. They have multiple raccoons. Okay. Um, but that that that's kind of exotic pet owners in general. Yeah. Actually, we, people don't have a snake. They have five or six, or you know, three raccoons or whatever. So, 
Um, yeah, there is a surprising amount. Um, and I think that, I think a lot of people are surprised by the amount of exotic pets that are in the country. Yeah. It's, it's a complete other kind of subculture almost. And if, if you're in, if you're in the community, um, you know all about them and you know all the people and you mm. know who's got what. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot more stuff than you'd, than you'd realize and some pretty weird stuff actually. Yeah, I could imagine. Um, and like, there's lots of little, uh, there's, you know, there's a lot more, you know, kind of these kind of, um, zoos, like little mini zoos around, around. Yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't know about, like, it's not just Fota and Dublin zoo, like there's little, oh, no. little ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and lots of lots of the you know the open farms and stuff mm-hmm. now have actually quite unusual pets yeah. and quite unusual animals. Um, it's not just a couple of potbelly pigs and a llama. You know, there's could be anything. Primates are far more common in Ireland now, um, and certainly exotic birds uh, and and some of the kind of un- more unusual rodents like maras and capybara and things mm-hmm. like that are certainly far more common now yeah um, really, really like i went to nottingham and i as far as i remember a lot of our exotic lectures used to be at four o'clock on a friday and it was just right. <laughs> probably not the <laughs> most they're, they're nearly as bad as the nine o'clock on a friday they're, they're tough ones. Uh, I know. And like, there's actually probably so much, um, I, like, you know, you, we, we passed our exams, but I suppose if you did have an interest in it, you were, you know, I definitely had friends that were very interested in it. And I've got people that sure. specialize in reptiles and alpacas and, you know, all sorts. Yeah. Um, but, and I have rung them. I've rung up my alpaca friend uh, once or twice for, for advice. So she's, she's always good to, to have on hand. Um, yeah, I think I think my buddies from college kind of find me handy as well. Um, <laughs> you know, you get the odd random text from somebody that you haven't talked to in a while, and you're like, "Oh, how are things?" And then, bang! What do I do with this? <laughs> right. If you want to feel needed, go and do an exotic animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So we've gone through the structure. We've gone through your kind of modules where you did it. Um, you know, you said your practice covered it, so that could be an option for people. It was also an option to do it as CPD, like certain modules. Yeah. Great. Um, I suppose like the work-study balance, how did you find working full-time and doing it? Was it manageable? Um, again, at certain times of the year, it was fine. Um, yeah. Because I was doing so much capital work at the time, the, the modules, even getting, you know, again, my, my bosses were great about it, but trying to get that time off during the springtime to go do, you know, and you're missing you know, Monday, Tuesday, so you're done for testing, everything. Yeah. Um, so they were they were really helpful and really accommodating. Um, the, the exams were came around May time, if I remember correctly. So things were starting to calm down a little mm-hmm. bit. But certainly, um, you know, I'd be a bit of a crammer at the best of times. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I did I did find it I did find it tough in that regard. Um, in terms of the cases and the, and the case reports, there are deadlines for those as well, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the summertime, it was great. Mm-hmm. During the spring, it was a bit of a nightmare, to be so fair. You have, um, you're running on views as it is. So if you were had a really busy spring, could you take, you can take a couple of months off and, and rejoin because you have oh, yeah. years. So yeah, you can, you can, re, you can redo them. The next, well, not redo them, but you can, you can join back in the, the next year's search. Oh, like, okay. Right. That way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess, 
you know, I'm again I'm being a late vocation. I kind of want to get things done pretty pretty quick and pretty efficiently if I can. Okay. Um, so I, I just wanted to knock it out in the twelve months. Yeah, well, fair play to you. Well done. Um, so how many out, like, would you say you would, like, would have done something, like, say the ideal student would study okay. hours a week? <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I was listening to, to Tyg last week, and I think he was mentioning a time frame of about two hours a, two hours a night. Mm. Certainly, I, you wouldn't need to do anything like that, I'm being honest about it. Okay. Um, you know, if, if you could manage an hour of of the of, of reading a night, that'd be brilliant. Mm. And I think you, you'd fly the exam at yeah. that. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that, it, that should be plenty, really. Very good, very good. And any future plans for more further study in um i know you've got a yeah, I mean, I, I, like my, my cert was a gp cert so i would like to do the advanced practitioner cert um that'd be great um in an ideal world i'd love to do kind of placement in in one of the the big uh zoos but you know we've got a a small baby now and yeah. I don't know if getting away for extended periods would ever really be an option anymore but yeah. um, in an ideal world yeah something like that I, I, I would love to or you know again I'm, I'm that bit of a, a weird one in that I do mainly cattle but yeah. I, I you know I would love to do the dairy health search as well so um, I don't know what I would I be able to bring, take it on but um, I, yeah I, 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 uh, a lot last week with that he um it's uh, it sounds pretty full on, but it definitely yeah. uh, a lot of knowledge at the end of it as well. So it's, absolutely, uh, yeah, no, well, well worth it. I'd say, well worth it. And um, Michelle actually had a question. I'll just put it up here quickly. Um, sure. Funny one, to, uh, not a funny one, but just a, a nice, light-hearted one to finish. But what was the weirdest creature you've ever treated? The weirdest creature I've treated um, was a civet. Um, I think it was an Asian civet, if I remember correctly. And for anyone who doesn't know what a civet is, it's kind of like a cross between a small jungle cat and a really angry ferret. Okay. And it's, that was the next question, yeah. actually. What's yeah. that? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, that, that thing was, she was crazy and oh. so aggressive and just was not handleable at all. And... Um, beautiful creature, but yeah, nuts. Don't know how anyone could have it in there. How big was she? Um, God, I suppose, like, think of your biggest Maine Coon. Okay. Cat and something around that, just far angrier. Terrifying. Wow. <laughs> she, she, was, oh, she was nuts. Yeah, correct. Terribly. And I, I remember in uh, college we did, we went to Thai Cross Zoo. And we did play, that was where our zoo rotation was. So it was all the monkeys Ooh. and everything. And I remember being in um, surgery inside in the zoo and I was, it was on a little lemur. And I was there looking and I'm terrified. I'm just got the worst fear of human medicine, human blood, human anything. And I was just okay. there looking at these fingers on this lemur <laughs> and I went cold like literally I had to leave I had to like that's my that's my exotics experience now I was like well, okay I don't need to worry about you stealing my cases 
Yeah, because I literally was like, oh no, it's a, it's a small human. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they were like, just 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 take her outside and, and deal with her. And I was like, yeah, okay. But no, I really enjoyed it. And we did a lot of, um, we did a lot of work kind of stereo, you know, stereotypes of, you know, trying to look at like watching gorillas and all that kind of thing. And sure. it was actually really interesting. And, and yeah, some of the things were, were quite sad about captive, you know, yeah. things. But look, True. they were trying it's, it's, uh... They were trying. Yeah, it's a necessary evil sometimes. Oh yeah, and they were trying their best in, in all ways. It was it was great. Um, but no, it was really really good. Now, I so suppose that's, that's one thing I would say about the search. Um, practical work is non-existent. So it's really kind of you're it's it's self-driven in terms of what you're going to be able to to see and do. So you really have to be kind of proactive about maybe even getting into another practice that that see a lot more exotics. Now I know that's not too common in Ireland, but. Um, without mentioning them, people generally know who they are. Mm. Um, or getting into photo or getting into Dublin, you know, it yeah. certainly helps. Um, so yeah, that that was one thing that was certainly missing from from my course, unfortunately. But you know, it was it was um, you know you're you're stuck for options when it comes mm. to and I wonder, exotic I wonder, so. I wonder will it be online now as well from you know due to this i mean mm. i i would assume i would i would assume it's gonna have to be mm. um especially when there isn't a practical element to it there's no sense why why it wouldn't be in person or mm. why why it wouldn't be online you know i know um save me having to go to the airport every couple, <laughs> of, every couple I of weeks i don't think that would go down well at the moment to be honest but um i'd say that model i'd say yeah um, I'm sure the bosses would have loved that. Every time I went to a couple of modules, I'd be off for 14 days. <laughs> so. I know um, the world we live in now. But um, so, yeah. Greg, thank you so much. I think we've covered a lot tonight. And best of luck with going back to work and um, you you know, new baby and everything. It's just very exciting. And you know, thank you so much for coming on. I know. On a Sunday evening, it's not the easiest thing to do, and we really appreciate you coming on because it's a very no interesting problem, topic. No. And even if we inspire two or three people in the whole of Ireland to maybe go and look at it and consider doing a, an exotic search, then our mission is complete. So, thank you. Absolutely, so and I think these, these animals are becoming far more common, and mm. the more people that are able to look after them, the better. Yeah, no, it's great, and and. Uh, yeah, so thank you very much and we will talk to you You're soon. Very welcome. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Greg. No problem. Bye. Thanks. Nice talking. Thank you for listening to the VetSpace podcast. To keep up to date with VetSpace Ireland, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Or to find out more, please go to vetspaceireland.ie.